0: and soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers, and I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. everyone, today's topic is cure for a boring sex life. I know that a lot of people, especially men, feel like they have this issue, they want to fix it, they are exploring a multitude of ways to fix it, um, and they are getting themselves into trouble, they're getting into trouble with their wives and their partners, but they just feel like they need more sex, and they don't know how to get it, and so they end up doing stupid shit. So... Let's jump right into today's topic. First, the message that I received. So, what is a guy supposed to do when his sex life is as boring as hell and his wife looks at him like some fucking pervert when he suggests using toys or really thing, really anything besides the usual? Uh, I feel like this person could have just been the chosen spokesperson for 80 percent of the men who contact me because a lot of times they feel like they are in the situations that they're in and let's be a bit more clear they have made the decisions that have put them in the situations that they're in because they don't get enough sex um this person let's talk a little about a little bit about who this person is and his background now today's solution if you want to call it that is going to be mostly geared toward this person because I know him fairly well um, it is not going to be a solution for everyone but I'm going to try to be as general as possible Alright, so my history with this person, this is someone that I've known for years, I don't even know how many, but several. He is married, he works hard, he takes care of his family, he's respectful, he can come across as a bit selfish and a bit self-centered, but overall, we would probably characterize him as a good guy, quote-unquote, as a good guy um he is not a sex addict and he's not out of control he has not done things to jeopardize his health his uh, family's health safety or well-being he hasn't done things to jeopardize his job or his his ability to be employed okay so he has a sex drive um, a high sex drive, incredibly high actually, higher than, I, I would put him in the top like 10 percentile, he has an extremely high sex drive. And some people legitimately can say that, some people are kind of, you know, dancing with, um, you know, needing um, sexual gratification or sexual excitement, just to cope with life. So I'm trying to draw a line here. He's not using sex to cope with life. He legitimately and sincerely has a really high sex drive. Um, What I know about this person, let's try to create some context. So as I said, he, he is a good guy. He works hard and he excels professionally. He does love his wife and his family and he's dedicated to them. He takes good care of them. There are some relationship issues. Um, we don't need to go into those details, but I will say his heart is in the right place. Um, to my knowledge, this person has not been verbally, physically, or emotionally abusive to his partner um, and uh, or to his family members. I don't live in the home, so I don't know that, but that just has never come across either either in the way that he deals with me or in the things that he's told me about his life. Um with me he has been consistently respectful and just really good positive vibes from him. So why am I creating this podcast with a single individual in mind? I I feel like with a topic that has to do with sex And solutions for sex you have to pinpoint your your subject matter like you can't just say oh this is going to work for everyone so I'm trying to give you the foundation and I'm trying to give you uh, the context that fits the advice that I'm giving if you are cheating and you don't give a fuck about how your wife feels if you've been abusive the advice that I'm giving is not going to work for you you need to get your ass into counseling with a licensed professional and uh, you and your family need to work some things out okay uh, so I hope that that's clear. Please don't take this as something that is going to work for everyone in every situation. We also are not looking at an issue or issues pertaining to sex addiction. All right. So I think that that's enough of um, an outline here. So my recommendations for this person and for people like him Let's just get settled in and talk about this. The first thing is that men need to prioritize being proactive in their relationships. Okay, I'll say it again. Men need to prioritize being proactive in their relationships. What this person is doing is he's reacting. He's not getting what he wants and needs, or maybe he would reverse that, because he feels that it's a legitimate need, he's not getting what he needs, and so he's reacting. If he prioritized being proactive, as I have told him in the past on several occasions, and I've told him to be consistent, the fact that his partner is responding the way that she is, lets me know that he's not meeting her needs okay on a more frequent basis he needs to act with pure intention with the pure intention of actively loving and supporting his partner not trying to control her and when i use the word control um don't think of like the extreme of a dictator but i'm talking about you know he's trying to to like get from her what he wants. He's trying to create a situation so that he can say, you know, this is what we both want. You want sex as as much as I do. You need sex as much as I do. Um, we'll, We'll get to that. But before she can share in that sexual space with you, you've got to do some work. There's a gap and her needs aren't being met. When a woman's needs aren't being met, she's not going to share her body with you um, I also feel like I need to clarify that there are some women out there that are just bitches, you know, manipulative, nasty, cold-hearted, dirty, you know, mean, nasty. There are women out there like that. I'm assuming that this person is not married to one such woman because I know that she's been quite patient with him. I know that, uh, you know, they've been together for a while and they seem to be working together or at least trying to. I don't get the feeling that she's nasty. Okay. Uh, the advice that I'm giving also will not work for, for a woman who is nasty. A woman who's nasty has, um, you know, she's got issues. She enjoys seeing people hurt and she enjoys hurting people or she enjoys the fact that you're being neglected and you're not getting what you need or want. And you know, she's got a whole nother, there's just a whole nother world that she's living in and uh, nothing that I can say here would reach her again i would say go to therapy if that's your situation so we are assuming that this person that the person that he's married to is a good woman and that she cares about him and loves him so if he is responding to her actively loving and supporting her and meeting her emotional needs maybe her mental needs maybe having a conversation with her so that he understands what she needs she may just want him to help out with laundry or do dishes or you know be home more you have to find out what makes her tick okay um the other recommendation stop waiting for things to get bad before deciding to do better god this is huge men try to fix things once they're broken that's not going to work with women guys you have to be consistently proactive. You have to consistently actively love her and support her. You don't wait until you've you fucked up and she goes, Well, this is how you fix it, because then she's not going to trust you. Then she's going to feel like you don't care. Okay? And as you are being proactive, you need to be consistent. Stop waiting for shit to break before you do what a loving husband does before you engage, before you listen, before you communicate, um, b- before you treat her like the queen or the princess or the queen that she is. Stop taking her for granted. Be active in loving her and supporting her and be consistent. Change for the big picture. This is the next piece of advice. Change for the big picture not for the short term. The short term is like, my dick hurts and I need some action for it right now. And so I'm going to, you know, put on the charm. I'll take her out to dinner, throw some jewelry at her, you know, and I'll I'll do what I need to do. So maybe I can have sex a few times this week. That's, that's bullshit. If you go that route, then what you're saying to your partner is she's for sale. You see? It's not just the jewelry, but it's the attention. You're giving her attention because you're trying to buy sex from her. You know, you're throwing gifts at her because you're trying to buy sex from her. Stop treating your wife or your partner like a fucking prostitute. And I, I don't know if the person that sent me this message is doing that. But what I, I do want you to understand is that there are subtle implications of that happening it's very subtle if you're only nice or you're mostly nice when you're trying to get your wife to have sex with you if you're only you know keeping yourself from being disrespectful when you want her to have sex with you you're 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 exchanging you're making an exchange you're like look i'm being good and you need to give me something in return you can't do that guys. Whether you know it or not, it comes across like her love is for sale, sex is for sale. Treat her well because she deserves to be treated well, okay? Your partner will become suspicious if you only turn on your good behavior for short periods of time and when you want something. So if you are making a decision to you know, make these changes, You've got to make the changes and stick in there with it. You've got to hang in there with it. That means you don't quit. You don't start complaining. You don't start holding your good boy behavior over her head. You know, I've been nice to you for two weeks. Why aren't you having sex with me yet? So, you know, of course, her response is going to be, oh, you're just being nice to me because you want sex. Don't do that to yourself. You're going to set yourself back to the caveman days. Not a good place to be you need to be consistent. And guys, this probably sounds like a lot of work, but I promise you for my guys and my clients who get this and who live this, who apply this, they have no complaints. Because the amount of work that it takes to love and respect your partner, just because you love and respect them, is nothing compared to the heartache that you're going to face when she leaves your ass because she's fed up with you. You know, she leaves you. She's done with you. She starts cheating on you. She starts looking to someone else to fulfill her emotional and maybe even physical needs. Notice that I put emotions first. Women aren't normally going to just go out there and start fucking around normally. Normally. There are some exceptions, but women aren't normally just going to go out there and start fucking around. Uh, they They are going to sleep with someone because he was nice to me. you know he listened to me, he was supportive. he paid attention when I spoke. He really seems to care about me. I know that I'm saying things that men have heard before, and here's what you guys will say. you'll say, but I'm taking care of you. I'm paying the bills. I do this and I buy you that. And, you know, you haven't had to work in a decade or two or, you know, and you guys start doing that. And again, what you're doing is basically saying to her, it's not about you. It's about this exchange that we have. It's not about loving you and taking care of you. It's about the fact that I do this for you and you do this for me. Women aren't built for being used like that. And so men, you need to be more aware. You need to be conscious and you need to be proactive. And what's the magic word for today, boys and boys? Consistency. You have to be consistent. Become a better listener. Okay. Pay attention, engage. Here's some more advice for you guys. Learn the love language of women. What I was just doing was explaining to you the inner workings of a woman. How does she think? How does she perceive your actions? It's not an opportunity for you to say, yeah, but, and yeah, but, yeah, but this and that and the other. Uh, You don't want to do that because all you're going to do is just you know, again, we are assuming that you love her and she loves you. We are assuming that you want the best for her and she wants the best for you. We are assuming that you're in it for the long haul. And so is she, although there will be some boundaries and everyone has a breaking point. So we are assuming that you want the best for each other and that you're in each other's lives because you want the best for each other. So you don't want to argue to save face or to make a point. You want to learn how to listen better. You want to, to be able to understand her point of view. And and listen, I understand your point of view. Sex is more than just sex for men in most cases. Um, You know, maybe I, I should do a podcast on why sex is so important for men. But listen, you don't have to... You don't have to argue that point with me. I'm on your side. You, you guys are my, my work. You're my, uh, I don't know what to call it. You're more than work. You're my space, my world. I understand you. So sex is important for men. But listen, if you're not in a relationship where she's dominant and you're submissive, okay, that means you're dominant and she's vanilla she's kind of going with the flow as the dominant person in the relationship then you need to take the lead and being humble you need to take the lead and fixing this you need to take the lead and being vulnerable and talking about how you feel and telling her how much she means to you you have got to be able to do that um now even if you are um submissive a submissive male, there's still going to be that element of your alpha by day and you're used to getting your way. And you're used to people doing what you tell them to do. And so you probably have these little subtle ways of controlling your wife, shutting her down, getting your way, that kind of thing. Okay. um, And again, we're not talking about what you perceive. We're talking about the way that she perceives it. I'm trying to help you to understand why she's shutting down, why what you're doing may be bothering her, maybe hurting her, harming her, causing her to be more distant with you. If you're not touching a woman's heart and soul, if you're not fascinating her brain, if you're not treating her like she's a person of value, the average woman does not want you to fucking touch her. What is she going to get from it? I mean, if she's sexually charged, then great, she gets a great orgasm, maybe with some of you um but if you're selfish in bed and it's all about you, then she's not even getting a good fucking orgasm. She's just being used, being disrespected, being taken for granted. And then you want her to just lay down and let you have your fucking way with her. Or you want her to enjoy sex with you, but you're not enjoying her presence. You're not enjoying her brain. You're not connecting with her. You've got to think about it the way that women are thinking about it. And in each of these In each of the ways that you decide to address these issues, you've got to be consistent. I want to talk a bit more about the love language of women. Um, Become a better listener. We talked about that. Listen without trying to fix things. I know that you guys have heard that in all of your self help books, but it's true. You've heard it on your DVDs and your TV shows and your interviews. It's true. Women don't want you to. Like, take charge and tell them what to do and tell them how to fix it. She, she wants you to love her and support her. Uh, she probably wants you to acknowledge that she's intelligent and that, you know, she can make good choices. If you are with someone who's a dumbass and you can't, you know, actively support her in her decisions, then why are you with her? If you're with someone who, who is selfish and who throws money and resources away, and who doesn't respect time or relationships, and you know what I mean, she's just not a good person, then you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself why you're with her. In other words, what I'm saying is, this is not your opportunity to, you know, start arguing, yeah, but she's this way, and she's that, then why the fuck are you with her? If she's so horrible, then why are you with her? And if you've got if you've got such high standards for certain things then why are you putting up with it why are you with her you know so you you can't be with the person for certain reasons and enjoy those certain things and then go i just can't stand these things if you don't like the person that you're with then why are you with them i'm speaking to people assuming that the partner is there with them, that the partner is decent and she has common sense and, you know, she wants to be with him. Um, Did I mention to be consistent? Did, I'm not sure if I said that. Let me say it again. You've got to be consistent, guys. If you start and stop, you're going to cause problems. If you start and stop, she's going to become suspicious. If you start and stop, she's going to start asking questions. If you sincerely in your heart want to make changes and get a game plan, uh, get a support system uh, that could be a counselor, that could be your best friend, that could be, you know, someone that you trust, get a support system so that when she makes you angry, when she frustrates you, you're not taking it out on her. You've got someone that you can vent to because the assumption here is that things have been breaking down for a long time. And you are the one who's going to go out on a limb to fix it. So it may feel like you're on the battlefield and like you're on it alone. But what happens if she really loves you and cares about you and she's interested in giving this relationship another chance, what happens is after a bit of time, usually somewhere between three to six months, usually, not always, unfortunately. It really depends on the other person and we cannot control other people. So what you're doing is, you know, giving her and the relationship the benefit of the doubt. So, you hang in there for 3 to 6 months and you're consistent and you're not demanding sex because you suddenly have been nicer. You've been more respectful. You've been doing the shit that you were doing when you were dating and, you know, you convinced her to spend the rest of her life with you. You know, you you shouldn't be demanding sex because you are living up to the standard that you created. Um, when you were dating and at the same time you know I know for women women will like put out when they're trying to capture you and then once they capture you it's like oh he's mine now yeah sex is over I totally get that that's what happens but to to be kind of fair here you know without knowing how every situation is working I can tell you honestly that the average woman does not shut down and start cutting you off from sex just because there is usually a reason if it's not if it's not physical if it's not emotional um, if it's not because you cheated it's something you know um, if she was just playing a game with you and trying to trap you then I'm sorry and go to counseling or get rid of her whatever you know, do what you need to do for yourself. I'm trying to speak in general here. The person who wrote me this message, I don't think that that's her case. Um, So take the information that you can here and use it and get to work fixing your relationship. You can do things like give. Now, this is important, guys. OK, listen to the whole thing. Don't just listen to the first part and go, oh, I do that. I do that. I do that. Listen to the whole thing. So, give her a kiss. uh, Give her a hug. Give her a caress. Speak lovingly to her. Keep listening. Don't make assumptions. Speak lovingly to her. Do these things in passing. You're doing this for two reasons. One, um, and when I say in passing, I mean don't linger Don't try to like pull her into your space and, you know, get her sexually turned on and say stupid ass guy shit like, you know, this is what we both want. That's some guy bullshit. Don't do that. Don't tell a woman what she wants. Don't tell a woman what she needs. She's going to shut down and become even more cold. Don't do stupid shit like that. If you're going to love her and show her signs of love and affection, do it. Make eye contact and move on you're doing this for a couple of reasons one you're letting her know that you you love her for her you're not lingering like some kind of homeless puppy trying to see what kind of scraps you can pick up you know you're you're not lingering like a homeless kitten just trying to see when you can move in come on don't do that so um do these nice things speak the language of love and you can do so with your words but usually guys aren't as comfortable with their words so I say do so um uh do so with your actions um but but do it in passing the other reason that you're going to do it in passing is because it gives her a minute to take it in you know it gives her a minute to go oh god that was so sweet That was, that was just so nice. The other reason you're going to do it in passing is because, listen carefully, you can't trust your fucking instincts. Your instincts are what have gotten you into trouble in the first place. Your instincts are self-motivated. Your instincts are all about you getting what you want and getting what you need and trying to convince her. You've got to change your way of thinking and you've got to get out of that space do the loving things kiss her on her cheek kiss her on her lips give her a hug give her a squeeze around the shoulder do what feels natural for you make really nice eye contact say something nice something as simple as i love you and you look beautiful today just little simple things like that and move the fuck on do not linger you can't trust your instincts you're going to fuck it up i promise you if you're new to this you will absolutely fuck this up. So get into the habit of doing those nice little loving, caring, simple things like that and move the fuck on. Okay? Be affectionate because you're fighting for your relationship though. Don't be affectionate because you want sex. Um, You guys are playing the short game. You need to play the long game. In fact, you don't need to be playing a game at all. You need to be loving and supporting your partner. You need, why, why are you with her? Think about that. Are you with her just because she has a nice hole for you to stick your dick into? Come on. What are the things about her that you love and that you appreciate? What are the things about her that make it so that if she were to leave for whatever reason, that you would miss her? What is it about this woman that makes you need her? What is it about this woman that makes you love her? Get in touch with those things, acknowledge them, share them with her, and do so before she pulls away further. Do so before she finds someone else to fulfill her needs. Do so before before either one of you runs out of time. You, you don't want to run out of time because things happen and you just think oh you know the last thing that i did was something selfish the last thing that i did was you know i said this to her i did something hurtful or mean come on guys if you're really with someone that you love and you're with someone who really loves you loves you then do better be better act better say better speak better Any verb I'm just trying to come up with verbs just do better and do so consistently if you're ashamed or embarrassed or kind of shy then then you've got to think about what your priority is is your priority to save face and to, to keep your ego intact or is your your priority to love your partner are you fighting for your relationship or are you fighting to save face are you fighting to make your partner happy and to love her and support her because she fucking deserves it? Or are you just fighting to get your dick off? You've got to make a decision because if the de- if your decision is to love her and support her, then just being kind and listening better and, you know, finding the things that make her happy, listen, guys. My good boy is not complaining about any fucking thing. Okay? Not a fucking thing. That's because my needs are being met emotionally, mentally, physically. My needs are being met. That frees me up to care about him to take good care of him, to watch out for what's happening in his life, to be proactive, to make sure that the ball never gets dropped. That's because he is so good for me. He's so good at, well, for me, you guys know I'm dominant. He's so good at being a submissive that my needs are being met. And that means... I'm not wasting time arguing with him. I'm not wasting time fighting with him. I'm not wasting time, you know, trying to, trying to, like, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but trying to do things for myself because he is so good at being proactive and doing them for me or with me, you know? And so... I'm not having to shut down and turn inward because my needs aren't being met that's what a woman does when she's shutting down she's like listen my needs aren't being met i'm cutting you off and i'm turning into myself she becomes more withdrawn she becomes more distant she doesn't want you to touch her she may not even be able to stand your fucking presence your voice you know this is when people start going oh god i can't stand his voice did you see the way he was walking what's you know why is he standing like that they just start to like Not enjoy you at all. Come on. When is the last time a person loved you, encouraged you, met your needs, supported you, was there for you? When is the last time that a person did all of those things for you and you couldn't stand for them to touch you? Hmm? It doesn't happen. So get your ass up off the couch. Stop moping and actively love your wife i want to be clear i have helped dozens of men to improve their relationships with their partners but they often feel like uh years and years of neglect on their part can be fixed because they had one good moment you know it was like oh she she showed up and and you know she she wore this outfit that i loved and it worked Mistress, it worked i got what i wanted so they get what they want one time and they go back to their instincts they go back to their old way of doing things so we may have worked for six weeks to get this woman to open up to him six weeks of consistency six weeks of assignments with me checking in going you know what did she do what did she say you know how did she respond um you know, did she want to sit down and watch television with you? Is she tolerating your presence now? How do you feel when she's talking to you? Six weeks of that, right? It's like surgery on the relationship. So we do that, and then after six weeks, she opens up and she surprises him. They have wonderful sex, sex of a lifetime. And he's like, Okay, we're all done. I fixed everything and I'm going, sew your horses, cowboy this is just the beginning because what's happening now is she's entrusting herself to you she's going wow i think i can trust him wow i think he really does care about me wow i think he really is concerned about you know my heart and my brain and my thoughts and you know he's really concerned and then what you do is you're like yes that was amazing sex and uh, I've got her right where I want her, because her body responded to me, and she enjoyed it as she enjoyed it as much as I did, so I've got her right where I want her, and now i-i don't need to continue to move forward. You're sadly mistaken, sweetheart, in those moments, that is precisely when you need to pick it up a notch. And I I can hear men going saying, this is too much work. You're right. Okay, okay. Let's assume you're right. So it's too much work. Then keep hanging with your escorts and your prostitutes and your cam girls. Keep letting people use you and abuse you and rip you off. Keep risking your physical well-being. You know, keep risking your marriage. Keep risking your family. Why is it so hard to actively love? Why is it so hard to actively, you know, give and support? I I don't understand why men perceive that that is such hard work because I I think that it's a lot harder to be sad and alone and, uh, you know, go through divorce and lose half of your stuff. Personally, I just see that as more difficult. It's not the way that women work. You can't just get what you want and then start to change up. You can't get what you want and go back to the way that you were because she will not trust you again. Instead of it being six weeks to get her to to be active with you again sexually, you're looking at six to eight months, okay? You do the math. Do not get what you want sexually physically, and then just go back to the way that you were. Consistency is the name of the game, guys. If a woman doesn't trust you with her heart and her emotions, she's not going to trust you with her body and if you trick her into one amazing sexual escapade and then you start treating her like shit again i. I you're lucky if she trusts you ever again. You're absolutely lucky. So guys, I'm trying to be proactive here and I'm trying to help you. Don't just get started on this journey and start fucking around. You need to be consistent. And remember that I told you that you, you probably need someone to talk to because the way that you guys work is it's like, I'm being nice, I'm being supportive, I'm being kind, and she still won't have sex with me. Yeah, that's the wrong approach. You you need to express your frustrations with someone that you, you trust. Um, and you do need to um, express your frustrations because if you don't, it's going to start showing up. You know, you'll be doing something for her, but instead of handing the flower to her, maybe you're a bit flippant. Maybe you're a bit nasty. And then the conversation, instead of it being like, thank you for the flower, that's so sweet. She's like, what's wrong with you? And then you're like, well, I can't just do something nice for you. What's wrong with you? Why can't you be appreciative? And it's not even about the fucking flower. It's about the fact that you are still trying to pay for sex um and you're holding a grudge because you're not getting what you want so you need someone that you can talk to so that you're not um uh so that you're you're not going to mess that up all right guys so we've talked about trust um you know i want to touch on trust just a little bit and i know that this podcast is running longer than the others but i i feel that there's just so much that needs to be said here all right guys so i hope But this has been helpful for for the person who sent me the email. I know that you can't use everything that I said here, uh, because you know you don't fit into every one of these categories. You don't fit into the category of my average client. Um, But for those who are clients, or you know, those of you who are following because you want relationship advice. And you have issues with sex, porn, and masturbation addiction. You've got to realize that you've done some hardcore damage more than likely in your relationships. So you're going to have to work to get her back to the extent that you were negligent or to the extent that you caused her pain. You're going to have to put forth that much effort and more to win her back. To get her to trust you again to get her to trust you with your with her emotions with her heart with her mind with her ideas with her body it's not an easy thing to do but i assure you it is worth it so good luck to the person who sent me the message good luck to each of you listening if you have questions and you would like a follow-up on this kind of topic because I don't think I touched on as much as I could have you guys just reach out to me and continue to send me your questions via email this concludes part one of cure for a boring sex life I hope that you guys have learned about how to reconnect with your wives and to get that foundation set up. Now, I know that a lot of you are trying to uh get answers on how to get your wife to be more kinky and more open, more exploratory. You want the whips and the dildos and the chains and the oil and... Oh, God, you want the fun stuff, right? Yeah, you want that shit that fantasies are made of? Well, guess what? You don't get there if you fucked up, especially. But even if you haven't fucked up, you don't get there without part one. So make sure that you pay attention to part one because you will not get to part two if you don't do what I've told you in part one. So get your pens and pencils out, your pen and paper out, take notes, listen to that shit, remember to be consistent, and then go on to number two. Don't go to number two until you really understand number one or you're going to fuck shit up. This has been another edition of Heart and Soul. Um, Make sure that you visit my website for more topics like this one at www.alisacoaches.com. That's www.alisacoaches.com. That's alisacoaches.com. I'll see you next time.